Welcome to our latest ESG podcast, brought to you by Bird and Bird. My name is Sophie Phillips. I'm a senior associate in the firm's construction practice in London, and I'm also a member of our Environment Committee. I'm lucky enough through my work in the construction space to be part of building a more sustainable future. It's something I'm really passionate about. Today, I'm really excited to be catching up with Afra Kassaragi, partner in our Milan office, who's leading on one of our ongoing sustainability projects in Italy. It's no secret that to successfully manage the climate emergency, we need greater collaboration. Our Italian team has encouraged this collaborative approach by hosting a series of workshops for both clients and colleagues, inviting them to consider what sustainability means to them. There's so much I want to ask Afra about the outcomes of these workshops so far, but let's start at the beginning. Welcome, Afra. Hi, Sophie. Thanks for your invitation. Please, could you begin by telling us a little bit about your work in sustainability and how this project came about in the first place? So it's a very exciting project. The project in Italy is called What Sustainability Means for Us. And basically what has happened is that in Italy, in in the Italian offices, the people, the management, the partners, our business services staff, our associates and all fee earners felt the need to stop and think on what sustainability means for us. And this is exactly where the name of the project in a very transparent way comes from. We wanted to get together as people, as colleagues, and as lawyers to think about these topics. We felt the need to create a platform in which people could come together and give this important theme some thought and also a bit of order. As we know, it is such a huge and fragmented topic that we just felt the need to come together and do some brainstorming. Sustainability and the way one even perceives the acronym ESG is of course very, very personal. As I can approach the themes of social justice or governance structures will be very different from how you, Sophie, might you know feel towards some things. I always say governance starts from, for example, one's family. You know, how do you share with your partner, your responsibilities? How do you feel social justices? How do you feel about the environment? So it is a very, very personal topic. And what the Italian offices wanted to do was to see what it meant for us as a group. We wanted to try to take this topic from a very personal level to a collective level, to see if there is a common denominator, to see if we as a group of people and as a firm can bring something forth together. Do we have shared principles around the themes of ESG and of sustainability? Do we have a common language? And how can we bring these principles and this common language forward? When we were trying to study together what to do, and I am here talking today, but it really is a group work. So It's not just me. The managing partners are very, very involved. All the partners are very involved. We have come to realize that the principles and the wish to go for a collective approach needs to be done in two areas. First of all, internally, so towards our people. How are we sustainable with the people we work with? What commitments on sustainability do we have in our workplace? Do we have proper policies into place? Are we handling our building in a correct way? How are we treating the environment as a firm? And in this, we have also recently had the opportunity, we have changed buildings. So this has been a very important project for us in Italy 
we have some certifications on how we are handling our internal side of the ESG and the sustainability topic. At the same time, the project, what sustainability means for us, also wants to take a look at the external part of the story, which means how can we help our clients towards the ESG transition? Do we have possible applications and possible legal services that we can think about and implement with our clients? So this is ultimately what the project is about. It's about trying to understand if we have a common and collective approach. And I guess we realized as a group of people that we could not not have an opinion as a firm. And this is what we are we're trying to do, working together to see if we can internally and externally have a common ground and a common approach. That's really interesting. Thanks, Safra. I think I'm getting a real sense of the true collaboration that's been taking place at the office. I suppose when something is as important as sustainability, everybody comes together, I'm sure, with a lot of different ideas. How were the workshops actually designed? So we have designed three types of workshops that reflect the name of the project, what sustainability means for us. So these mm-hmm. three hearts of the name of the project were reflected in three types of workshops. The first type would be what sustainability. These workshops want to dive into sustainability issues at a sector and practice level. So these are the more technical workshops we have organized and we have invited all people that are interested within the Italian offices and clients and These workshops are very interactive and they want to look into the implications of sustainability at the various sectors. So, for example, real estate, as you may well know, will have more important ESG topic related issues that workshop would look into. The healthcare sector would, for example, discuss issues like artificial intelligence that we know is transforming supply chains and and their transparency. That would be one of the topics touched in the workshop on the healthcare ESG. Access to medication, we know 2 billion people lack access to drugs and medication. And that type of workshop being more technical with clients would discuss these issues. So climate change, for example, would not be that big of a deal or that pertinent to the healthcare sector. That would of course be more part of an energy workshop based on the ESG. If we think about the retail sector, that workshop would discuss, for example, the transportation issues, the refrigeration of the supermarket issues. And the fun thing about these workshops is that we've had clients come in every time and they were so happy to be in a in a workshop where there was no top down. It was not Nobody was teaching anybody anything. It was just a way to brainstorm together and, again, to see if there were some collective ideas and collective approaches that we could find with clients. The second type of workshop, and I'm sorry if I'm going into too much detail, but as you can see, we're very passionate here about about this project. The second workshop would refer to the part of, of the sentence means And in this case, these workshops, uh, we would invite professors and experts to give some technical insight. For example, we've had one, a very interesting workshop 
on green claims and greenwashing, together with Rita Tardiolo, who works on this. And we had a merit professor of the University of Milan, who also chairs the Italian jury on advertising standards. They came and they did some case studies with very important clients in the field of green claims and greenwashing. In January, we have another workshop planned with a professor on governance and corporate issues. And of course, this professor will be talking to us about what the duties of directors would be, for example, on long-term strategies and governance for companies. Would it be to look after the shareholder or would it be to look after the stakeholder? So all themes that we know are, of course, related to the governance side and, and aspects. And finally, the third types of workshops go back to the part of the project for us. These workshops are maybe my favorite. They are the very, very personal ones. We have no experts and no clients attend, but it's just people of the firm. And these are the occasions in which we brainstorm and in which we want to really get personal about our feelings on sustainability and at the same time give each other specific action points that we want for the firm and for the Italian offices. We've already had several of these, and one of the most important action points that we have drawn is to create a task force that can be dedicated to the specific sectors and practices, and that can keep up to speed with any regulations or best practices that the market is going with in specific sectors and, and practices. All the workshops are very collaborative. They're all interactive. There's no frontal speaking, no slides, because everybody has to feel very comfortable with discussing about topics that we believe not everyone has very much clarity on. So we really want to have a humble approach in our workshops. That leads me quite neatly onto my next question, actually, which is how did you get everyone to share their thoughts and views on this because I'm getting a real sense that it's not just a push to get that knowledge about sustainability you know for one sector it's for all sectors it's for the firm and for clients there's a lot going on here how did you make sure everyone was able to have their voice heard and really draw those points out so this was the only concern of the management when the project started Raimondo and Giovanni said to the team of people that wanted to do this project make sure everyone is involved. Make sure this is a project of everybody and not just of a group of people. And with that in mind, and with that also concern in mind, because it was really important that everybody felt involved, we started doing the workshops. We started explaining to people that everybody was invited. But actually, Sophie, what happened was that there was no effort needed there because everyone wanted to participate. Great. So many people have showed up at the workshops. So many people want to speak up. And the fact that we've said to them that this is personal and that only if we find common denominators will it be collective, people feel very, very open to speaking about sustainability and then also speaking about what they don't know. So again, the humble approach has really helped in having everyone participate and having everyone speak up. 
Brilliant. One of the questions I, I wanted to ask today was about the benefits of this approach in terms of the commitments to actions that you're making now. And it sounds like knowledge sharing and the real value in that knowledge sharing is going to be one of them. But I'm really interested in your in your response to that. No, it's it's exactly as you've said, Sophie. It is purely about knowledge sharing and about being very humble on topics that are way too big for any of us. So it's exactly as you've seen it. It's somebody calls it the group genius. It's so true that when we get together as one firm, so much more can come out of things rather than being personal or, or individual. So it's really working. It's, it's a virtuous circle. When people start talking and putting their ideas, great ideas also for clients will come out. If you engage the client in discussing with you what are its concerns, how is the client handling such uncertainty, then together we are able to find uh, ideas and solutions and things that we can do together with our clients also to help them in their transition. That all sounds great. So is the idea to continue with these workshops going forward or is it a one-off? How's it going to work? So we were thinking of, of continuing the workshops. Initially, we had decided that this was going to be six months, eight months, and that we can keep a diary also of, of this journey that we want to make sure is kept. What's recently coming out is that actually we might need to continue this for more than just six, eight months. We have seen such a great involvement and there is a new culture within the firm to speak about sustainability issues that we do have future workshops planned. So what's coming up is lots of thought and lots of workshops together. Yeah, it sounds like lots of leadership as well. So so you're getting lots of insight from all across the firm and you're getting insight from clients. And I suppose that will enable you to support clients and the firm internally in the future as well. So I think my final question really is what advice would you give to other organizations who want to copy your example and engage in an exercise like this? Because it's clearly been extremely useful with real tangible benefits. Thanks, Sophie, for this question, because it gives me the opportunity to say something that I really want to say about sustainability, which is that also confusion has a sense and has its reason and its order. What we would want to say to other organizations wanting to engage in an exercise like this is to accept the fact that everything seems quite confused and quite enormous and quite bigger than we are, but we can definitely face it and in a humble way approach our colleagues, our people, and our clients with projects like this. If we accept the fact that we don't know what we don't know and that clients also don't know a lot of what is going on, if we listen carefully and if we dedicate time to studying these themes, something useful and important will come out. I guess we need to start with small things and then make sure we continue focusing on the themes of sustainability. Sounds good to me because it certainly isn't going anywhere. Thanks so much, Afra, for sharing those insights. I think the main ones really were around innovation and the sheer power of collaboration and knowledge sharing on the important topic of sustainability. 
I know that in the London office, we're really excited to see what the Italian team achieves as you develop and, and drive these sustainability initiatives together. And I'm sure the same goes for our other offices around the globe. I think that's it for now. So thanks to everybody who's listening to this podcast. And until next time, goodbye.